One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. Michelle Fowler has said of my guest on this edition of Music Was My First Love that the health board are very lucky to have her as part of the patient's experience team and that she exemplifies all that they are trying to achieve in terms of best work practices and standards embodying all their values and behaviours. Helena Robertson-Reed, based here at the UHW, is the volunteer service manager for the Patients' Experience, a team of people that supports anyone at all who accesses the NHS services staff, patients, carers, visitors and families. It's an incredibly important and sadly much needed support offered by the Health Board and we'll hear more on the subject as well as ten wonderful song choices after Helena's first choice, which is from S Club 7. Helena Robertson Reed, welcome to Radio Morgan's Music Was My First Love. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Tell me about your first choice then, the ever popular Reach from S Club 7. Um, well, as an opening to this session, I'm just, it gets me in the mood really to listen to the rest of the music. Um, I was 10, I think, when it came out, um, so just going into high school. And even then, as it was playing, I, could, I can see the music video in my mind of them on the open top double deck yeah. bus um, dancing and waving their arms in the air so I suppose it, it's just such a feel good up tempo track um, it's almost a throwback to my school friends who a lot of them I'm still friends with now um, but also I think it's something that um, even if you've not really, you, you're not of my generation, say, it's a, it is a feel-good song. It is so very much so. it just really makes me smile. It doesn't make you want to dance. And as of, um, you know, you meet other people, and I think everyone has an inkling when you play this song, and it does just make you feel good. Have you always been a music lover? Yeah, I'd say. Um, quite a mixture of um, music. And growing up, I, I did play musical instruments as well. So um, the only one in my family to play musical instruments, right. so we're not too sure where it came from. Um, but yeah, I've always had an interest and a love of playing and listening to music. You started with the Health Board as Mental Health Service Volunteer Manager in 2018. What had you been doing professionally up to that point? So before I joined this team, I was within... The NHS but with a different service um, so I was nearly three years with mental health services for older people doing a very similar role so I was supporting volunteers um, but in a in a a team that supported carers um, of people with dementia so I was using the skills I'd I'd learnt from university before that to do meaningful activity um, and recruit volunteers to help me support doing that with um, families where there was someone living with dementia. And you um, you started with the health board as a volunteer, didn't you? Yes, yeah, I did. Um, so, oh, I must have been a volunteer with. Um, the same service I eventually was employed by, um, which is uh, Solace. Um, I must have volunteered there for maybe four, four or five years. Um, again, I was a volunteer doing the activities. Um, and then when a job role opened up within that service, I 
you know, took that opportunity to apply and hoped, and I was successful, and that's what started off my my journey in um, the health board, really. We'll talk more about the work that you do, but uh, let's move on with the music. Tell me about your second choice from Robin. So this song, I think this one came out when I was in university, um, halfway through my studies there, and lots of people know a different version of Dancing on My Own, which is the one... Um, by Callum Scott yeah. from X Factor, which was a bit more recent, recent. And that's the one you hear quite often on adverts and um, TV shows and things. But actually, my favourite is this version, which I think is the original version, actually, because uh, it was written by Robin. And again, it just reminds me of a time, because um, it is, again, a dancing kind of song. So it reminds me of coming coming back from uni in the summer and meeting up with all my friends and going into town um, to, to the to the clubs <laughs> and um, just having a really good time, really. And even though the lyrics do seem a bit dark and sad, um, the tempo is, <laughs> is upbeat. <laughs> so for me, it's more the memory of, of the time it came out, I suppose, rather than some really deep meaning within the lyrics. But it's just a song, again, whenever I hear it, it's probably one of the top played songs on, on my playlists. Um, or back in the day, my, my iPod. It's I think it would have been one of the top songs on repeat. Um, and again, it just makes me want to get up and move and dance on my own, if I wish. Can I ask you about the history of the patient experience, how and why its setting up came about? So it covers a really wide variety of things within within the health board, um, and it is a really important part. And lots of quite a few people don't really know everything that it covers. Um, to be honest, so we cover um, voluntary services, which is what I'm um, involved with. There's chaplaincy, bereavement. Um, concerns as well, uh, feedback. Uh, we have a carers lead as well within patient experience. Um, so there's there's a variety of things really we cover, and our our focus is about um, enhancing that experience that people have when they when they come into the hospital, um, whether it's for a long stay or just for. Um, a clinic appointment um, it's about what we can do to improve that experience really so it's something that's been established for um, a while and we sit within corporate nursing um, so we come under Ruth Walker and we have an assistant director and a lead for patient experience and then all these little teams underneath it just trying to help and support families patients carers anyone who comes through the doors really and, and how big is the area? You don't just cover this hospital. Uh, no, so we cover Cardiff and Vale University Health Board, so it covers the Heath, Landock, Barry. Um, we were at Rookwood, but that's now um, come over to Landock. Right. And our community um, projects and services as well, CRI, um, um, CMHT services, so an array of things, really, that, that we have an interest in and we support. Your third choice, uh, Hannah, is from one of Paul Simon's most famous and best-selling solo albums, Graceland. Why this particular track? 
This one only recently made its way into my top ten, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> A late entry, as they used to say. Yes, yes, <laughs> it, it bumped someone else off. Um, <laughs> but um, And it, it came out, I think, even before I was born. But um, recently it's kind of become popular with me and my friends, my group of friends now. And it's just, um, probably as it is for a lot of people, another go-to feel-good party track. Um, we've actually named our joint WhatsApp group, um, You Can Call Me Out. <laughs> so I don't know why, but if for some reason it just <laughs> has had an effect on us. And it brings back memories as well from two of my best friends got married, um, luckily before the pandemic. So it was like a big celebration. And for some reason, this when this track came on, we were all just, you know, in the moment together. So it's just, again, another another happy track. Have you seen the video for that? Um, I'm ashamed to say no. <laughs> well, then you need to go on YouTube and see it. I won't tell you anything about it, but okay. you do need to. <laughs> we've um, we you've, we've talked a little bit about the services that the patients' experience offers. Um, I presume you have a lot of of counsellors involved as well. For example, with uh, bereavement, we have a bereavement lead, and. Um, before the pan pandemic unfortunately hit, we had some bereavement volunteers as well that supported with the service. Um, at the moment, there's no counsellors within that service. Um, we have the Health Board Wellbeing Service, which includes counselling services. Um, but with the bereavement team, um, they've been active throughout the pandemic. Um, I've supported with some of the calls, actually, um, as part of us all supporting a wider team and um, within patient experience so anyone we speak to who's been bereaved um, if we feel they would benefit from that additional support whether it's um, support groups counseling things like that we have good links with those services um, for referrals or signposting as well and of course bereavement is not just exclusive to adults is it so there's there must be special care and attention for children yeah, yes, exactly. And especially during these last, are we 15 months in? Um, um, the time seems to have. Like yeah. Just, yes. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's something that has affected lots of people. And for us within the health board, like I said, it's it has been at the forefront to support those families who've, who've unfortunately had a bereavement um, due to COVID. Um, so everyone, everyone had a phone call from our team. Um, to check in, make sure they were okay, and then see if any additional services for them or their children were needed. And with your experience with mental health, have you seen an increase in that through COVID? Um, I think it's going to be something that does affect everyone, um, really, in lots of different aspects. Um, from recruiting volunteers, just through that side of things, a lot of the reasons around wanting to volunteer um, have been around mental health or well-being. Um, people have, have been in a long time. And people may have um, lost people, and so time that they used to fill with those family members or if they had a caring role um, is, is gone. So they're looking to fill that time through volunteering. So from discussion just on that aspect, 
um, you can see it has an, had an impact um, on people's mental health. Let's talk about your fourth choice, uh, Helena, which is from Natasha Beddingfield in Unwritten. This will only ever spark one memory for me. And when I went to university, I went to university in Manchester and I did a four-year degree. So one of the years was working in industry. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I had a few options, but I thought, well, I've gone as far as Manchester. Why not go a bit further? So I chose to go to Amsterdam um, (laughs) for the year. (laughs) Not quite up the road. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, And it would be the first time I'd gone on a plane on my own without my family um, to go move somewhere. So I was 20. um, I'd said goodbye to everyone. I'd gone, gone off, you know, boarded the plane. And back then I had an iPod shuffle. And I remember I, the plane took off and then you were able to get your electronic devices. Yeah. And I clicked shuffle and this was the song that was playing. So for me, it will always remind me of my move to Amsterdam for that year. Feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it for you. Only you can let it in. No one else, no one else can speak the words on your lips. Treat yourself in words unspoken. Live your life with arms wide open. Not not many people would probably have heard of Runrig. They're a, a Scottish Celtic rock band. Um and one of my one of my close friends, her mum is Scottish. So growing up, um going round for New Year's or Hogmany, um, this would often be playing. And and May Morning in particular has just grown into one of our favourite songs between me and her. Um and in our group of friends as well. And there's just something about, you know, the way it begins and almost shouting halfway through, I'm alive again, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite like, feels quite inspiring and full of hope. And that's why it's one of my favourites. Music was my first love. Exclusive to Radio Glamorgan. I know this came out in the 70s, I believe, but I only discovered this song when it was relaunched in the early 2000s. I'm not entirely sure what year. Um, But it did introduce me then to Alton John. So that's why I'll be grateful to this song forever, because now I'm a big Alton John fan um, and could just listen to probably all his music um, without any other artists or bands i could just listen to elton john to be honest so you could do this show again and just have 10 of his songs probably yes <laughs> <laughs> um 3300 drop-offs between october 2020 and april 2021 uh excusing my ignorance what exactly are drop-offs so during the pandemic because of the nature of the the virus visiting your loved ones in hospital had to come to a stop except for very particular circumstances just to keep everyone as safe as possible. So to support patients and families, the patient experience team developed the drop-off service. So it meant that we had some volunteers and some uh, medical students who were supporting at the time stationed at 
the Heath and Landock main entrances on certain days of the week at certain times, which were then advertised to families, and they could bring in essential items like clean clothing, toiletries, and the volunteer would take it to the ward on their behalf. So we were, be, we were able to support those families with those drop-offs um, during that period to get those essential items to loved ones on the ward when they couldn't visit. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the effects of COVID. The pandemic has affected so many organisations and groups and individuals and all those affected has had a spiral effect on others. Uh, now, in March 2020, you had to stand down all your volunteers across the hospitals that you cover and community services and also pause recruitment. And Radio Glamorgan was also affected. We're all volunteers and spent mm -hmm. 10 months out of the last 12 unable to broadcast live. How great an effect did that have on you and your team and, and on what you were able to accomplish? I think it had, um, as everyone would have felt um, within the health board, it did have an impact on our team. And within that, I do include the volunteers because we look at the volunteers as part of our team. Um, and because it was quite sudden, because back then we, well, no one really knew how long things would last, things like that. And some people, you know, had to homework, so we weren't all together as a team. And for some of our volunteers, they've been with us years and years, longer than I've been with the team. And it was part of their routine, it was part of their social life. So I think it had an impact on everyone really so while we assessed and planned how to safely return volunteers where we could um, and one of those things was the drop-off service um, it, it was a hard time for everyone are you seeing light at the end of the tunnel I'd like to think so um, we've been able to safely return certain volunteers to very certain roles because um, again we still need to make sure everyone's as safe as possible mm -hmm. um, so we've been able to do that we we were able to open recruitment again um, and again safely recruit we've had to do everything digitally because um, we can't have people coming in face to face for interviews mm -hmm. or induction and training um, so we've made a few steps forward and I'd like to think looking further in the future it will all be positive steps now and of course, what people may not realise, because I'm, I'm the quality is superb, is that um, we're not in the same room. So we're yeah. even, even for us, you know, we have I do a show on a Wednesday, which is multi-presenting, um, but of course we have one in the studio and one at home. So mm -hmm. we're not there just yet. Um, yeah. Is your next choice in because you love the song, or because you're a fan of Friends, or another reason? Both. Probably. So I grew up with friends on the telly and all your friends watched Friends. Yeah. Um, it was the kind of the main show. Um, and I can remember um, waiting for the last season and you'd stay up late to watch it because they didn't release them all at once like they do with series now. Yeah. Um, and then rewatching the reunion that was on just brought back memories. And again, just a really happy tune about about friends and friendship. I'll be there for you Carrying on the COVID uh, conversation, as lockdowns and restrictions start to come to an end and hopefully be a thing of the past, 
what are the priorities for you to get everything up and running 100 percent um for us it's mainly going to be focus on focusing on returning volunteers who haven't yet been able to return so when that day comes and um, when we're able to do that um that will be my focus because i feel that they they should have and they deserve to have the support to be reintroduced to their volunteering because they've been gone a long time and so i'm looking forward to that day and hopefully it's not too far off now for them and what can people do to help i take it you're always on the lookout for new volunteers yep so any interest is always really appreciated because any support is really appreciated and our volunteers and the numbers do fluctuate because uh, we have student volunteers who go home or finish their studies and move or they're only here for their studies. Um, so, yes, any any interest is greatly appreciated. And we have an expression of interest form on our website, which is where you can find more information. And that website is? So it's on the Cardiff and Vale UHB website and we have our own volunteering page, which we update um, with any changes to roles or recruitment. And we'll uh, we'll just remind people of that again towards the end of the programme. Tell me about, oh, we go back to uh, the sort of um, S Club 7 style now. Tell me about your next choice uh, from 5. So, yeah, 5, S Club 7, um, that kind of era when I was younger, post-Spice Girls, I suppose. Hmm. Um, but again, this song... Five, I really did um, like Five, and I went to see them as part of their big reunion tour with the, all the other kind of Atomic Kitten and yeah. that sort of thing, um, and relived my youth in that concert. Um, but this song, again, is just something so positive, and I'm quite a positive person, and especially in this last year, I feel the lyrics are just, you know, yeah, keep on moving. The lovely Desri for your next choice, Helena. Yes, so to be completely honest, I'm not even sure where I first heard this song. <laughs> um, but it's on my playlists and whenever it comes on, I don't skip it. And her voice, the tone of her voice is just, I think it's one of the, the best voices um, mm. I've heard. And this is my favourite song from her. Final choice, Helena, on this edition of Music Was My First Love is from Paloma Faith. A great back catalogue, so why in particular Black and Blue? Um, well, I love, as you say, she's got some amazing songs, and mm. I love Paloma Faith. Such a distinctive and unique voice and music, really. Um, and I was really lucky in that when she came to Cardiff years ago, um, I did see her live, and oh, she is so I've much heard. better live. I've heard she does than, a great show. Yes. It is fantastic, um, and her voice is even better somehow. Um, I can't explain it, but this was one of the songs um, when she was on tour that she did, and it's just one of my favourites. You obviously love what you do. Uh, what are the immediate plans now for you and, and your team? Um, for us as a team, it is to keep supporting each other and our wider patient experience team, as we have done throughout the pandemic. And for us, it is to keep supporting our volunteers and to plan 
as we hopefully come out of all these alert levels and we don't mm -hmm. have an alert level um, to welcome back the volunteers we've been missing. And tell us again where people head to if they want to get involved with you. So you can check our website which is calvuhb.nhs.wales slash our dash services slash voluntary dash services. Lots of slashes and dashes. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and, and there'll be a link on the uh, Radio Glamorgan website as well, uh, radioglamorgan.com. Helena Robertson-Reed, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteering manager Helena Robertson-Reed has been choosing ten of her favourite songs. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and join me again soon when someone else chooses ten of their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. Music of the future